Hello, and welcome to Meditating the Word. I'm so glad you joined us. We're reading the entire Bible this year in chronological order. If you'd like to download a copy of the reading plan, just go to blueletterbible.com. You'll find a link in the notes. The translation I'm reading from is the World English Bible, but feel free to follow along in your favorite translation. This is Day 63. We will be reading Numbers 21 and 22. The Canaanite, the king of Arad, who lived in the south, heard that Israel came by the way of Atharim. He fought against Israel and took some of them captive. Israel vowed a vow to the Lord and said, If you will indeed deliver this people into my hand, then I will utterly destroy their cities. The Lord listened to the voice of Israel and delivered up the Canaanites, and they utterly destroyed them and their cities. The name of the place was called Hormah. They traveled from Mount Hor by the way to the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom. The soul of the people was very discouraged because of the journey. The people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no bread, there is no water, and our soul loathes this disgusting food. The Lord sent venomous snakes among the people, and they bit the people. Many people of Israel died. The people came to Moses and said, We have sinned because we have spoken against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord that he take away the serpents from us. Moses prayed for the people. The Lord said to Moses, Make a venomous snake and set it on a pole. It shall happen that whoever is bitten, when he sees it, shall live. Moses made a serpent of bronze and set it on a pole. If a serpent had bitten any man, when he looked at the serpent of bronze, he lived. The children of Israel traveled and encamped in Oboth. They traveled from Oboth and encamped at Ai-Abarim, in the wilderness which is before Moab, toward the sunrise. From there they traveled and encamped in the valley of Zerid. From there they traveled and encamped on the other side of Arnon, which is in the wilderness that comes out of the border of the Amorites. For the Arnon is the border of Moab between Moab and the Amorites. Therefore it is said in the book of the wars of the Lord, Vaheb in Sufa, the valleys of the Arnon, the slope of the valleys that incline toward the dwelling of Ar, leans on the border of Moab. From there they traveled to Be'er. That is the well of which the Lord said to Moses, Gather the people together, and I will give them water. Then Israel sang this song, Spring up, well, sing to it, the well which the princes dug, which the nobles of the people dug, with the scepter and with their poles. From the wilderness they traveled to Matanah, and from Matanah to Nahaliel, and from Nahaliel to Bamoth, and from Bamoth to the valley that is in the field of Moab, to the top of Pisgah, which looks down on the desert. Israel sent messengers to Sihon, king of the Amorites, saying, Let me pass through your land, 
we will not turn away into field or vineyard. We will not drink of the water of the wells. We will go by the king's highway until we have passed your border. Sihon would not allow Israel to pass through his border, but Sihon gathered all his people together and went out against Israel into the wilderness and came to Jahaz. He fought against Israel. Israel struck him with the edge of the sword and possessed his land from the Arnon to the Jabbok, even to the children of Ammon, for the border of the children of Ammon was fortified. Israel took all these cities. Israel lived in all the cities of the Amorites, in Heshbon and in all its villages. For Heshbon was the city of Sihon, the king of the Amorites, who had fought against the former king of Moab and taken all his land out of his hand, even to the Arnon. Therefore, those who speak in Proverbs say, Come to the Heshbon, let the city of Sihon be built and established, for a fire has gone out of Heshbon, a flame from the city of Sihon. It has devoured Ar of Moab, the lords of the high places of the Arnon. Woe to you, Moab! You are undone, people of Chemosh. He has given his sons as fugitives and his daughters into captivity. To Sihon, king of the Amorites, we have shot at them. Heshbon has perished, even to Dibon. We have laid waste even to Nopha, which reaches to Mediba. Thus Israel lived in the land of the Amorites. Moses sent to spy out Jezer. They took its villages and drove out the Amorites who were there. They turned and went up by the way of Bashan. Og the king of Bashan went out against them, he and all his people, to battle at Edrei. The Lord said to Moses, Don't fear him, for I have delivered him into your hand with all his people and his land. You shall do to him as you did to Sihon, the king of the Amorites, who lived at Heshbon. So they struck him with his sons and all his people until there were no survivors, and they possessed his land. The children of Israel traveled and encamped in the plains of Moab, beyond the Jordan, at Jericho. Balak, son of Zippor, saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites. Moab was very afraid of the people, because they were many. Moab was distressed because of the children of Israel. Moab said to the elders of Midian, Now this multitude will lick up all that is around us, as the ox licks up the grass of the field. Balak, the son of Zippor, was king of Moab at that time. He sent messengers to Balaam, the son of Beor, to Pethor, which is by the river, to the land of the children of his people, to call him, saying, Behold, there is a people who came out of Egypt. Behold, they cover the surface of the earth, and they are staying opposite me. Please come now, therefore, and curse this people for me, for they are too mighty for me. Perhaps I shall prevail, that we may strike them, and that I may drive them out of the land. For I know that he whom you bless is blessed, and he whom you curse is cursed. The elders of Moab and the elders of Midian departed with the rewards of divination in their hand. They came to Balaam, 
and spoke to him the words of Balak. He said to them, Lodge here this night, and I will bring you word again, as the Lord shall speak to me. The princes of Moab stayed with Balaam. God came to Balaam and said, Who are these men with you? Balaam said to God, Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, has said to me, Behold, the people that has come out of Egypt covers the surface of the earth. Now come, curse them for me. Perhaps I shall be able to fight against them and shall drive them out. God said to Balaam, You shall not go with them. You shall not curse the people, for they are blessed. Balaam rose up in the morning and said to the princes of Balak, Go to your land, for the Lord refuses to permit me to go with you. The princes of Moab rose up, and they went to Balak and said, Balaam refuses to come with us. Balak again sent princes more and more honorable than they. They came to Balaam and said to him, Balak, the son of Zippor, says, Please, let nothing hinder you from coming to me, for I will promote you to very great honor, and whatever you say to me I will do. Please come, therefore, and curse this people for me. Balaam answered the servants of Balak, If Balak would give me his house full of silver and gold, I can't go beyond the word of the Lord my God to do less or more. Now, therefore, please stay here tonight as well, that I may know what else the Lord will speak to me. God came to Balaam at night and said to him, If the men have come to call you, rise up, go with them. But only the word which I speak to you, that you shall do. Balaam rose up in the morning and saddled his donkey and went with the princes of Moab. God's anger burned because he went, and the Lord's angel placed himself in the way as an adversary against him. Now he was riding on his donkey, and his two servants were with him. The donkey saw the Lord's angel standing in the way with his sword drawn in his hand, and the donkey turned out of the path and went into the field. Balaam struck the donkey to turn her into the path. Then the Lord's angel stood in a narrow path between the vineyards, a wall being on this side and a wall on that side. The donkey saw the Lord's angel, and she thrust herself to the wall and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall. He struck her again. The Lord's angel went further and stood in a narrow place where there was no way to turn, either to the right hand or to the left. The donkey saw the Lord's angel, and she lay down under Balaam. Balaam's anger burned, and he struck the donkey with his staff. The Lord opened the mouth of the donkey, and she said to Balaam, What have I done to you that you have struck me these three times? Balaam said to the donkey, Because you have mocked me, I wish there were a sword in my hand, for now I would have killed you. The donkey said to Balaam, Am I not your donkey, on which you have ridden all your life long until today? Was I ever in the habit of doing so to you? He said, No. Then the Lord opened the eyes of Balaam, and he saw the Lord's angel standing in the way, with his sword drawn in his hand, and he bowed his head and fell on his face. The Lord's angel said to him, 
Why have you struck your donkey these three times? Behold, I have come out as an adversary because your way is perverse before me. The donkey saw me and turned away before me these three times. Unless she had turned away from me, surely now I would have killed you and saved her alive. Balaam said to the Lord's angel, I have sinned, for I didn't know that you stood in the way against me. Now, therefore, if it displeases you, I will go back again. The Lord's angel said to Balaam, Go with the men, but you shall only speak the word that I shall speak to you. So Balaam went with the princes of Balak. When Balak heard that Balaam had come, he went out to meet him to the city of Moab, which is on the border of the Arnon, which is in the utmost part of the border. Balak said to Balaam, Didn't I earnestly send for you to summon you? Why didn't you come to me? Am I not able indeed to promote you to honor? Balaam said to Balak, Behold, I have come to you. Have I now any power at all to speak anything? I will speak the word that God puts in my mouth. Balaam went with Balak, and they came to Kiriath Huzoth. Balak sacrificed cattle and sheep, and sent to Balaam and to the princes who were with him. In the morning, Balak took Balaam and brought him up into the high places of Baal, and he saw from there part of the people. Father God, how I love your word. Again, we see Jesus in the account of the serpent on the pole, a symbol of Jesus on the cross. And we're reminded that as long as we keep our eyes on him, we will be saved. But when we look at our circumstances, that's when we run into trouble. In the account of Balaam and how you used a donkey, how can I ever doubt, Father, that you can use me? If you can give a donkey words to speak, surely I can trust Holy Spirit to speak through me. Help me to keep my eyes on Jesus and to speak only your words, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I'd like to invite you to join our Facebook community and to share your thoughts about today's reading. I put a link in the notes. We've come a long way, but we still have a lot of people to meet and experiences to share. I want to thank you for joining me on this journey of reading the Bible in a year. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast and share it. And know that I'm praying for you as we journey together. I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.